to those who visit Mickey D's for their favorite breakfast item and then go somewhere else for coffee, give this Mickey D's brew a second chance. The glow up was real. Try any size iced coffee brewed with 100% Arabica beans for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with a savory sausage McMuffin with egg for $2.79. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, come on now. You know you deserve it. A steak patty on any McDonald's breakfast sandwich. I mean any breakfast sandwich. Biscuit, McMuffin, bagel, McGriddles, a juicy steak patty on any breakfast sandwich. And when you order through the app, buy one and get one free. Now go get them. Valid for product of equal or lesser value. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Excludes one, two, three dollar menu. What's going on, everybody? Excuse me. That was weird. What's going on, everybody? Come on in. It's Mr. Foreman. It's Monday night, which means it's time to command your day and to command your week with the power of prayer. It's going to be amazing tonight. It's going to be absolutely amazing tonight, as it always is. Do me a favor as you're coming in. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. LWS, not SWV. Love will be. Uh Uh-uh. Not tonight. Even though I like this song. This is Command Your Week Prayer. So come on in. Like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share the video. I see you up there on YouTube. I see you what's going on, IG, and then Facebook. Uh, we are excited. Come on in. Prayer is going to be amazing. Like this video, tell me where you are watching from, and then click that button to share this video. On Instagram, you can share it by sending it to people. Now, let me say this, Instagram, don't send it to me. What's going on, Norway, Houston, H-Town? Let me say this. Some of y'all, when you share it, you send it to me. I I already know I'm live, so I need you to send it to somebody else, all right? So please make sure that you do that. Let's reach as many people as we possibly can tonight with the power of prayer. Prayer is something that we get to do. It is not something that we have to do. Prayer is a privilege. It is not a right. And uh, and so as we are getting in here tonight, I want you to make sure uh, that you are mindful of that. And we're going to have an amazing time. Florida, what's going on? Y'all laughing. Now, I'm just saying, I, you know, I, I know I'm live, so I don't need you to share it with me. All right. Come on in. Come on in. Where you watching from? LWS. Aurora, Aurora, Aurora. Good to see you. Denver, Aurora. Good to see you. Come on. Tell me where you watching from. All right. Aurora, what's going on? Aurora, I see Brazil over here. What's going on, Brazil? Over here on Instagram, come on, tell me where you're watching from. Tell me what you want. Tell me what you need. Come on in. It's going to be good uh, tonight. Prayer is, again, as I've already said, it is a privilege and it is not all right. It's something we get to do. Fayetteville, good to see you. Something that we get to do, not something that we have to do. Can I get you to open your mouth and release this on the screen? What's going on, Canada? Uh, Prayer is a privilege. Come on, release that on the screen. Prayer is a privilege. When you treat prayer like a privilege, then you realize the great power that you have in prayer. Prayer is not something that we have to do. Prayer is something that we get to do. I'm going to say it again. Prayer is not something that we have to do. Ohio, what's up, Ohio? Prayer is not something that we have to do. Prayer is something that we get to do. And so when you understand that, you move in that. On all three platforms tonight, we were going to be using a brand new thing tonight that would allow me to be on one place except Instagram at one time. And uh, and then when I looked at the quality of it, I said, I don't know. So I said, we're going to keep it like we've been doing it for, for tonight. What's going on, Memphis? Come on, Memphis. 901 in the house. Prayer is a privilege 
It is not a right. I want you to think about this for just a moment, that when you pray, you literally get to go to God. Ready? You literally get to bypass every human being and you get to go to God. Bishop, why is that something that is significant? Why is that something that I should be mindful of? Because when you understand that you literally get to go to God, you do not allow people to become a roadblock. Let's talk. You do not let your own emotions or your own feelings become a roadblock. Because I get to bypass people and I get to go to God. And the scripture says that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, everything that's in it. I need you to hear me. When we pray, we literally get to appeal our issues to the God that runs everything. I need you to hear me tonight. Prayer is something um, that not only is it a privilege, but prayer has power. Can I get you to release that on the screen? Prayer has power which means I have the ability to change my situation because it's kind of like if you're in America, the American court system, you've got to go, you've got a county court, uh, well, you got city court, you got county court, you got district court, uh, and then you continue to go up the line all the way up to the Supreme Court. Now, check this out. The law of America says that whatever the Supreme Court says, watch me, Whatever the Supreme Court says, that's what it is. Got it? Uh, but at the end of the day, what you and I got to understand uh, is this, is that um, when we pray, we get the ability to go to the supreme ruler of everything that is. Got it? You get to appeal your issue. You get to appeal your problem uh, to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I understand on YouTube it says Friday Night Live. It shouldn't say Friday Night Live. It should say what this is, which is command your week prayer. So uh, so we'll get in there and get that changed. But in the interim, in the interim, like the video, tell me where you're watching from. Share the video. Tonight, guys, we're going to cover so many things in prayer. Bishop Foreman, what do you do? Every single Monday night, we gather together in prayer. And when we gather together in prayer for Monday night, we pray for one hour. Where are you getting an hour from, Bishop? The Bible says this. The Bible says that when Jesus was in his worst moment, and we talked about that in church. First off, a quick digression. Was yesterday's message, both of them, were they not incredible? Yesterday's message, the fortitude factor. We talked about the hell that Jesus had to go through. We talked about what that week was like for him. Uh, he's betrayed. Um, he's got people that doubt him. He's got all of these issues that are coming against him. And then while having all oh, what's going on in Brazil, while having all of these issues that are coming against him, the scripture says that he goes forth and he prays. He goes forth and he prays. And as he goes forth and as he prays, one of the significant things um, that is so significant is this. He said it was amazing, wasn't it? Um, that significant is this, is he's feeling like, the Bible says he's sorrowful even unto death. Stop. Sorrowful. So check this out. Even God felt sorrow. I need you to hear me. You are not less than because you have a human moment. I just need you not to stay stuck in that human moment. I need you to release that on the screen. I will not get stuck. Come on, type that on the screen right now. I will not get stuck. I need you not to get stuck whenever you are having a human moment. Human moments are going to come and I need you to hear me and human moments are going to go. I'm going to say it again. Human moments are going to come and human moments are going to go. You cannot get stuck in that moment of your emotionalism because if you get stuck in it, <clears throat> that's as far as you're going to go. And I need you to hear me. You've already beaten too much to give up because of this. 
You've already overcome too much to give up because of this. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? You've already done more than what you thought you were going to be able to do. And this cannot be the end of you. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? It cannot be the end of you. So Jesus, when he's in that moment, he says, Father, he's asked the Lord three times. He says, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. In other words, he's like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to go through this. I don't want to have to deal with this. If it is possible, let this cup pass from me. He did not just say it once. He said it three times. Why? Because he's sorrowful. Is there anybody on prayer tonight where you've ever had some situations that had you in sorrow? Come on, let's talk for just a moment. We're about to pray that I need to set this thing up for you. Some situations that make you feel sorrowful. You ever felt so uh, despondent about your situation that you have nothing but sorrow? You look at your marriage and you have sorrow. You look at your finances, you have sorrow. You look at what's going on in the world, you have sorrow. Today, a man was performing a service uh, for me. And uh, as he was performing that service, he pulled up to the campus and he pulled up to the campus. He was doing that. And he said, I love your sweatshirt. He said, I love that message, especially right now. And what's amazing to me is the reality is that there are people who can feel sorrow about different situations that you go through. We can feel sorrow about some of the different challenges that we face. And we can feel sorrow about some of what we do. But we've all felt that way, right? You can even have sorrow about your future. Come on, let's talk. Have you ever uh, felt sorrow about your own future, thinking, how is this going to get better? How is this going to change? What am I going to do? The Bible says that Jesus was sorrowful. Watch me, y'all even unto death. Now I need you to get that. Even unto death, which means even Jesus had thoughts that made him say, I don't want to live anymore. Come on, y'all. The God that's King of Kings and Lord of Lords and the great I am, when he is in a human moment, even he says, even he says, I do not want to live anymore. I do not want to deal with life anymore because what I'm facing and what I'm dealing with is so overwhelming. It is so tragic. It is so crazy um, that at the end of the day, I just don't want to have to deal with it anymore, right? We have all uh, had moments of sorrow. And here's what I need you to see. And again, guys, on YouTube, I know it's labeled Friday Night Live. It should not be labeled that, but uh, we'll get that fixed. You can't fix it while we're live, so it has to be fixed on the back end. So hopefully folks will see that it says live and then and jump on it. None of the other ones are live. Jesus was sorrowful even unto death, but he did not get stuck in his emotions. And here's what happens. The Bible says, watch me, y'all. <clears throat> the Bible says that he falls on his face. That word fall literally means that he feels beat down. Let me ask you another question before we pray. We're about to pray. Have you ever been so sorrowful that, watch me, your sorrow turns into you feeling like you've been beaten down? Y'all talk to me. Have you ever felt like you have been beaten down by what you're dealing with, by what you're facing, by what uh, is coming your way? We all have, right? Where we're like, oh my God, this is just so much. And not only is this so much, but I feel like I'm beaten down. I feel like, you know, I just can't take it no more. And in that moment, watch what he does. The Bible says that in that moment where he feels beaten down, what does he do? He prays. Come on here, y'all. And when he prays, he literally says to the Lord, if it's possible, why does he say it that way? Because he does not, you never ever correct up. That's called anarchy. You ask up, you correct down. Let me help y'all, especially for those of you that are leaders, for those of you that have businesses, you never ever tolerate correction being served up. It's never supposed to be served up. That's called anarchy. Correction is served down. Watch this, an inquiry is given up. 
you follow the flow? So he says, Lord, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. But watch what he says. Nevertheless, and I need you to type that on the screen because you're one of them nevertheless people. So come on, type that on the screen. You are one of those nevertheless people. So what does that mean? Nevertheless are always the greater. Can I tell you the lesser? The lesser is when you choose comfort over conquering. The lesser is when you pick, watch me, being popular over being purposeful. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? The lesser is when you pick uh, what people want and when it's different than what the Bible says. Got it? You got to always have a nevertheless. And you too, guys, when you're coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share it. Again, I know it says Friday Night Live tonight. It shouldn't say that. That's not what was typed in, but, you know, the thing messed up. But nonetheless, we own here tonight. And we're going in. Nevertheless, you got to have a nevertheless in your spirit. Watch me. He prays the same thing three times. Three times. Going to get a couple of you to put a three on the screen. Three times. What does that mean? And if something happens two or three times in the Bible, it is referred to as the law of witness. The law of witness means whenever you see it, it is a point that is trying to be proven. It's a point that's trying to be proven. It means pay attention to this. He prays it three times because let's be honest. Oftentimes, our first response is emotional. Our second response is a negotiation. Our third response is sometimes when we deal with the reality of what the situation is. I'm going to say it again. The first is emotional. The second is negotiation. Normally, that third one is when we understand what it is. See, there are certain things, can we be honest? There are certain things you've had to deal with for the first time you're just doing it. You just you're complaining out of emotion. The second time you're trying to do it out of negotiation. But by that third time, you're like, look, I already know what it's going to be. I'm just saying, Lord, you know, if it's possible, you already know. But what I love about it is he didn't watch me when he got emotional. He didn't stop. He had a nevertheless. And the Bible says he got a nevertheless because in his press, what did he do? He prayed. So when we gather together every Monday night for one hour to pray, that's where we get that from. From that moment where even Jesus feels sorrowful, even Jesus feels suicidal, even Jesus feels giving up. And when he prays, watch me, it takes him three times. But on that third time, he's like, I got it. It is. Come on here. What it is. I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to face it because I've got fortitude. So guys, I challenge you to, on every Monday night for one hour, we gather to pray. And some of you are like, ooh, that's a long time. No, it's not. Not for the great stuff you want to see manifest in your, <clears throat> excuse me, in your life. I don't know what's going on. God, touch me in Jesus' name, amen. And my voice. And Jesus said, not for the stuff you've got going on that you want to see God do. Not for the amazing things you want to see God do. One hour is nothing compared to what's about to go up in your life. Don't say go down. Say go up. One hour <clears throat> is nothing compared to the altitude you are about to increase to. So I encourage you for one hour to join us in prayer, to join us in prayer every Monday night. Before we open up in prayer, if there's somebody that where it's your very first time, do me this favor. Would you do the hand wavy emoji or just say, it's my first time? Just say, it's my first time. Can I get you to do one of those? Either do the hand wavy emoji or say, it is my first time, wherever you're at, wherever you're at. Somebody said, I wish prayer was longer. Listen, um, uh, do the hand wavy emoji or say, it's my first time. 
And what are we going to do? This is why am I doing that? We're just going to shoot some love your way. We're just going to shoot some love your way and say hello to you. And some of the regulars, I see you over here on Instagram. Uh, uh, I see you uh, over here. I see you. I see you. We just want to shoot some love your way. Some of the regulars, you need to know that you are in a safe place, right? You are in a safe place. Uh, there's a lot of talking heads on social media, especially now. Um, there's a lot of talking heads on social media, and you need to know that you're in a safe place. What's going on? I see you. I see you. I see you. I see you. I am. I am Scarlett. I see you on there. I see you, sweet pea. I see you on there. Amazing. All right. So listen, you can stay connected to all things Harvest by doing one thing. All you have to do um, is this is text the word harvest. Can I get a few of you to put that on each platform? Text the word harvest. What's going on, Karen? For others, glad you're on. Um, text the word harvest to the phone number 59769. Can I get a few of you to type that on the screen? You're going to open a text message. You're going to text the word harvest to the phone number 59769. Now, let me say this. If you uh, don't want to get out of the stream to send the text, screenshot it when somebody comments it. Screenshot it when somebody comments it, all right? Uh, I heard on LG Android, you can do a two-button screenshot. On Apple, you can do <clears throat> a two-button screenshot. And then in addition to that, Shalom, what's going on, Bethlehem G? Good to see you on YouTube. Moses, good to see you over here. Uh, so you can do it that way. Um, and then in addition to that, um, you are able to... Um, 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 uh, two button on that. And then I heard some people for Android, you have to like swipe your hand or something to, to do it. But either way, scrap a screenshot if you don't want to get off of the stream. Welcome. You're in a safe place. Uh, with our app, you can get free messages, free music, so much more. Our podcast. Prayer is now on a podcast, um, so you can get that. I do leadership talks. I pour into leaders. Um, every leader needs a leader. Every general has a general. Every pastor has a pastor. Every leader has a leader. And so I am privileged to be a leader to leaders. Japan, welcome. Can you type something on the screen? Um, what's the um, Japanese welcome? I know it, but it's just escaping my mind. Can you type that on the screen, the Japanese way to say hello or welcome? All right. Um, but let me say this, y'all. Um, uh, what's going on, Will Mike? Um, but let me say this. Somebody says swipe and two button on Samsung Android. Got it. That's great. I don't know nothing about Androids. The Bible says be fruitful and multiply, so I only know about Apple. That's not an Android joke. We're quarantining from Android jokes all this month. All right? Listen, um, and uh, and so there's so much more that you can get in that uh, in our app. There's so many great things. All right, y'all ready to open up? <clears throat> so here's what we want to do. First thing I'm going to do, Bible says, I want to teach you the, the principles of prayer. When you know how to address people, you will get more from them. Did you hear what I just said? When you know how to address people right, you will get from Africa. Welcome. When you know how to address people, you will get more from them. Some of you all, you get frustrated with what you get from people, but that's because you don't know how to approach them. Whenever you're approaching someone you want something from, there's a pattern you have to follow in that approach. Did y'all hear what I'm saying? Um, if, uh, and so with God, the Bible says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise, which means God says, just don't come up in here asking me for stuff. You got me? Don't just come up in here saying, I need this, I need that, I need that, I need that. What's going on, Philly? Don't come up in here like that. When you know, when you are wanting something from someone, you need to know how to address them. And with God, God says, don't just come up in here begging me for stuff. Number one, you don't beg. You're my son or you're my daughter. You don't have to beg. You ask me. But before you start asking me, you need to be thankful for what I've already given you. Come on, y'all. So we enter his gates with thanksgiving. 
His courts with praise. And one of the first things that we pray, konnichiwa, thank you. I knew it. I just, it escaped my mind. Uh, <clears throat> but before, um, but before we uh, begin to pray, we're going to pray for forgiveness for our sin. Why? Because at the end of the day, we are not perfect. Can I get you to just deal with that reality of yourself and type it on the screen? Hey, Boston, just type it on the screen. I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. You are not perfect. God knows you are not perfect. Instagram, you get to see it says there was a connection issue. I do not know why. Um, but you're not perfect. God is not expecting you to be perfect. What God is expecting for us to be is faithful. The scripture says this. The scripture says in Old King James, it says, be ye perfect for your father in heaven is perfect. And I remember one time when I was an associate pastor, there's a woman that came to me and she said, pastor, this church is preaching a feel good gospel. And I said, well, what do you mean the feel good gospel? And she brought the scripture up. She says, be ye perfect for your father in heaven is perfect. I said, no, 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 stop. I said, stop, stop, stop. I said, number one, I said, didn't you, and this is the literal truth, and I wasn't saying this to judge her. I was saying this so that she could see herself. I said, ma'am, didn't you literally just get off a crack last Thursday? That's what I said to her. And I'm not trying to say it to beat her down. I just wanted her to see if God expected perfection, you already out of there. You're already out of there. Got it? And, and, and she said, well, yes, but, you know, but he, he wants holiness and he wants perfection. I said, listen, the word perfect there means whole in, in Greek, the language of our New Testament. Um, I said, he says, be, be ye whole for our father in heaven is whole. And, and then I said, if you read the next couple of verses, you'll see that it's done through love. So what God was saying is, listen, perfect means you do every single thing you're supposed to do right. Well, Jesus knew we would never be able to do that. So what did he do? He says, listen, I'm going to come live a perfect life and I'm going to give you my righteousness as if you live my perfect life and you get the benefits of living a way that you do not deserve. And what I expect from you, watch me, what I expect from you is for you Watch me, not to be sinless, but to sin less. You got me? Not to be sinless, but to sin less. So at the end of the day, when we ask for forgiveness, we are saying to the Lord, Lord, we already know that we've got issues. We've got things we're uh, moving for. It's not an excuse to sin. It's not an excuse to do wrong. But what we're saying is we are acknowledging that we get this thing. We are, we, watch me, we're not where we want to be, but we can thank God. Come on, y'all. We are not where we used to be. So let's follow the process. Father, we enter your gates with thanksgiving. We say we bless you. We honor you, sir. We speak well of you because you are good. We speak well of you because you are great. We speak well of you because you are the God that loves us. You are the God that cares for us. We give you glory because of every way that you've made. We give you glory because of every door that you've opened. We give you glory because of your forgiveness. Come on, y'all. We give you glory because of your protection. We give you glory because of you've covered us. We give you glory because 2,000 years ago, you shed your blood and that blood pays the price. The blood is an instrumentation of redemption, which means everywhere the blood was shed, the blood was buying something for us. So we thank you. We thank you for thinking enough of us that you were not selfish with yourself. Come on, y'all. Father, we thank you that we are in the land of the living. We thank you that you've seen past our faults and you saw to our needs. We thank you that you're Alpha and Omega. That means you're the beginning and the end. 
which means you get the first word, the last word, and everything in between. We thank you, Father, that you are the God that heals us. We thank you that you are the God that fights for us. That is Jehovah Sabaoth. That means that you are the Lord of angel armies. You are the God that joins your forces with our forces so that your people can succeed. We give you glory for that. And now, Father, not only do we enter your courts or we enter your gates with thanksgiving, but we come into your courts with praise. You said that Hallel, Hallelujah is the highest praise. And that's what we offer up to you. It literally means to act like a fool, to act clamorous. It means to forget about what people think about how I praise you and to praise you anyhow. David showed us how to do it. Why? Because David, uh, when he was dancing, uh, his wife said to him, this is not appropriate for the king to be dancing like this. And David said, listen, if you understood what God had done for me, he says, listen, I would get more undignified than this. So, Father, we are digitally across America on all these social platforms. We simply release a praise right now. Can I get you to type one on the screen? Hallelujah or thank you, Jesus, or, or put a run emoji or put a clap emoji on the screen. Uh, because watch me, because when we release praise, we are literally one of the definitions means that we are throttling our enemy. To throttle the enemy literally means you are choking it out. So when you release praise, you are choking something out. You're choking out fear. You're choking out anxiety. You are choking out panic. Come on, put it on the screen. And so, Father, we are choking out that which needs to die. We are choking out that which needs to dissipate. We are choking out that which needs to go away. And we are giving you the glory and we are giving you the honor. We say hallelujah to you. Hallel to Yahweh. That's what we say to you. The highest praise. Which means when we think of your goodness, when we think of all of what you've done for us, Father, we literally want to act crazy. We want to holler. We want to scream. Because we were doing that for people. We, we acted a fool for people. We acted a fool, Father, in relationships. We acted a fool uh, 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 in dating. We acted a fool in business. We acted a fool uh, uh, on a roller coaster. Come on, y'all. We acted a fool in, in a, an amusement park. But what we are saying tonight, in the name of Jesus, what we are saying tonight is that we decide to give that to you. You deserve it. What does the song say? Our hallelujah, our acting like a fool belongs to you. And we give you glory and we give you honor right now. So, Father, as we enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise, we're at the throne. Come on. We can boldly approach the throne of grace and obtain mercy and favor in our time of need. That's what we do tonight in the name of Jesus. That's what we do tonight in the name of Jesus. So now that we're at the throne, we're bold. And the first thing we ask you for is forgive us. For what? Our sins. These are the mistakes that we have made. These are things that we did that were wrong and we did not know that they were wrong. We ask for forgiveness for our iniquity. That's the generational curses that we have practiced. It's easier to practice a generational curse than it is to break it. But Father, you have called us to be generational curse breakers. That's who we are. That's who you've ordained for us to be. And we give you glory for that. 
right now in the name of Jesus. And finally, Father, we ask for forgiveness for transgression. Transgression is the wrong we did that we knew was wrong, but we did it anyhow. We ask that you would forgive us for that tonight. In the name of Jesus, we give you glory, we give you honor, and we bless you. Can I get everybody on every digital platform to just type amen on the screen right there? Listen, y'all, uh, as you can tell, I'm fired up about prayer. A couple of housekeeping things real quick. Again, on Facebook or uh, YouTube, I do know it says Friday Night Live. Shouldn't say that since they command your week prayer. It was input correctly, but looks like it did not show correctly. So we'll get that changed for you. Remember, guys, prayer is now on a podcast. Isn't that amazing? Bishop, how do I get to the podcast? There's a page on our website that'll give you access to all of the podcasts. Can I get a few of you to type it on each screen? And guys, you can just uh, do a screenshot of it if you're watching on your device so you don't have to get off. It's literally this site, harvestchurch.church forward slash messages harvestchurch.church forward slash messages. Can I get you to just type that on the screen? It's the same actually site as live.harvestchurch.church. It's the same one. All right. Goes to the same page. Then on there, it lists all the different podcasts. So you get the messages, um, which those get put out. Those are available. Isn't this amazing? Those are available after church on Sunday. Not Monday, not Tuesday, after church on Sunday. The podcast for prayer. It comes out because prayer is on Monday night. Uh, it comes out slightly later. Uh, so I believe typically it's out uh, on Monday night, but sometimes it's on uh, on Tuesday. And then Wednesday night live, uh, that is available on Thursday and you're able to get that in the messages podcast. Then I do a leadership podcast. If you are a leader in any of the seven spheres of society, uh, arts and entertainment, business, government, education, family, media, and church. If you are a leader in any of those areas, can I just get you to wave? Just wave at me because I want to tell you about something that we do for leaders. Um, so what would that mean in business? You're a CEO, you're an executive, you are a manager, you're a supervisor, something along those lines. Um, um, if you're a leader in any of those seven areas, can you wave at me? Wave at me, wave at me, wave at me. Um, do they come in translation to Spanish? The messages do not come in the trans in a Spanish translation. <clears throat> um, but in our app, I believe... And um, y'all check for me and shoot me a message real fast. Um, um, or actually, you can just type it on the screen. Somebody check our app and see if our app has, I think the Bible is in Spanish translation in our app. I don't know. I can't check because the phone, my phone is the phone I'm looking at to talk to you. So I don't know the answer to that. All right. But if you're a leader and you're not part of the Harvest Leadership Network, I'm going to invite you to be a part of that. Um, now more than ever, leaders are needed, especially during times of crisis. A leader is needed, especially in times of crisis. When there's uncertainty in the land, and let's face it, there's a lot of uncertainty for many people in the land. This is when leaders are needed most. Can I get you to just type that on the screen? This is when leaders are needed. Leaders are needed all the time, but especially in times of uncertainty, in times of chaos, in times of transition, etc. This is when leadership really has to step up the game. All right. And so um, I want to be. A, yes, it is. Yes. So the Bible. Thank you. The Bible is in Spanish on our app. So you can get our app. You can text Harvest to 59769, get our app and uh, you can get that. If you speak Spanish only. So my suspicion may be that you're not in America. Uh, and if that's um, the case, you can't shoot the text, but you can get the app from the website, harvestchurch.church. 
So you want to be part of our Harvest Leadership Network, we'd love for you to do that. All you have to do, I got another text for you, got another text for you, um, is you text HLN to 59769. Um, Harvest is, uh, we've, we've done a, um, a lot to uh, you know, try to be digitally you know, uh, engaged as, as much as we can. And so we do the text, and now you got to do the text because you can't have people that know building, signing, filling out forms and stuff right now. But of course, we pray for a swift end. Come on, let's hit that real fast. We pray for a swift end to this coronavirus outbreak. Uh, but that's why we have so many texts. You want to connect with us, text HLN to 59769. Again, text HLN to 59769, and you can connect with, um, oh, I want to spread the word of God to my family. They speak Spanish. Gotcha. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, you can certainly... Uh, you can certainly then use use the app because they can get the, the app in Spanish. All right, I am um, learning Spanish. It has been a long journey. Come on here, uh, but I, I will have it done soon. All right. Um, listen, guys. Let me also say this: couple of things that we're gonna we're gonna hit a few things in prayer tonight. Are y'all fired up? I'm fired up. If you're fired up about prayer, can you just drop a fire on the screen for me? Two things you're gonna notice. I ask you to do a lot on prayer, and even because we're streaming only in church right now. Um, or streaming to youth uh, only now for church, um, you'll notice there's uh, several things I have you do. Two of them are particular. One, you'll notice I often say to you, lay your hands on yourself uh, uh, and say this, or open up your mouth and say this. And the reason I do that is because you're activating scripture. Lots of scriptures I could give you, but I'll give you the simple one that I use most often. Proverbs 18:21. Life and death are in the power of your what? Tongue, not your thought. A lot of people say, I'm just thinking good thoughts. That's good, but it's got to come out of your mouth. You got to say it so you can see it. Come on, fire. I see y'all. Come on. I see your fire over here. I see your fire. Come on, Michaela's fired up. Come on, uh, Sweet Pea fired up over here. Rosa Ramola fired up. Bethlehem fired up. They're fired up over here, guys. Um, <clears throat> Cokie, over, I don't know if I said Cokie or Cookie 44, fired up. Listen. So when I have you to do that, don't think it's cheesy or it's corny. It's Bible. It's Bible. What you're doing is activating the power of the scripture. You're activating the, the power. Somebody says, got my membership certificate. Awesome. You got to say it so you can see it. The other thing you'll have me do is you'll notice that I'm having you type a lot on the screen. And I know if you're like me, I'm, I can be cerebral and, uh, many times and I can be very pedagogical. In my approach, what does that mean? Scholastic. It means I'm taking notes. I'm organizing my notes. I'm getting my stuff together. Um, and so Bishop Bright, my good friend, is the vice chairman of our board of directors. And Bishop Bright, he says, you scare me sometimes. He says, because you'll be sitting there being real quiet. And then he says, you'll just pop out of your chair and then start hollering when he's preaching. Um, and so I understand that. But we got to activate the power of the scripture. It says, wherever two or three touch agreeing on anything, it shall be done for them. So when we type it on the screen, what are we doing? We are agreeing because we can't touch. So when I have you to do those things, understand I'm not doing that just as a trick. I'm doing that because I want you to activate the power of the scripture. All right. So be mindful of that. A couple of other things real quick. Before we do this, again, if you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from. Share this bad boy tonight. Atlanta, we're excited about Atlanta. If you have sent the text, you're going to be getting a text from us real soon uh, because I'm going to be doing a digital, a digital meet and greet party with um, those that are interested in <clears throat> learning more and being a part of Harvest Church Atlanta. All you have to do to find out more about that, it's text H-C-A-T-L 
the 59769. Harvest Church is going to be planning a location there in the in the Atlanta area. Come on, ATL, big homie KT, ATL. We are excited about it. It's going to be amazing. And uh, and if you're in the Atlanta area, we'd love for you to be a part of that. All right. If you know family in the in, uh, Atlanta area, share that with them. Can I get you to put that on the screen? HCATL to 59769. Hey, Houston. And again, you can snap a screenshot of it if you're watching on your phone so that you don't have to uh, get off of, uh, of the, um, of the uh, stream. All right. So there is that. couple of things. Praise reports. Oh, my God. Guys, the praise reports are absolutely amazing. To see how God is working in the lives of people that are connected to Harvest, it blows my mind. Come on. Come on. Sarah says she's excited about Atlanta. Yes, it blows my mind. So many amazing uh, praise reports. <clears throat> I want to uh, I want to read you uh, one of them. I want to read you. I want to read you one of them. Um, let's see. Here we go. Uh, Bishop, I thank God. This one says new beginning for everything I have, um, have even down to the food in my house and blankets around my bed. Around March 13th, I contracted COVID uh, coronavirus and uh, cytokine storms. I did a little research when I read this one because I read this one maybe a couple weeks ago whenever it came in, and um, essentially it's a it's a health uh, it's a health issue it's a health concern. The two together could have been fatal. Did you hear me? The two together could have been fatal. The fact that this is a praise report means that death had to pass over. I need y'all to hear me. Somebody says, how do I get my praise reports? You can give them right through the app or the website. Just click the button that says praise reports. I am telling you this because I want to stir your faith, but I also want to encourage you um, to make sure that you're submitting your praise report. I don't care how big it is. I don't care how small you think it is. See, it may be small to you in thought, but I need you to hear me. Uh, but it, you need to, you don't know who needs to be encouraged that way. Sometimes guys, when people hear your testimony, it's the missing piece to their test. I'm going to back that thing up so you get it. Sometimes when people hear your testimony, it is the missing piece for their test. And when they hear what you think is small, that's why you can't hold it back. When they hear what you think is small, it becomes the encouragement they need. All right. This could have been fatal. Nine days hospitalized. Total of 27 days in isolation and quarantine. But to God be the glory. He pulled me right out of the storm. Thank you, Lord. It says, God took me here. Listen what it says. God took me to new character. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Your testimony is the missing piece to somebody's test. So I need you not to hold it back. I need you not to be ashamed. Even if you're still in it, you got to learn how to do that. That was good though, right? Somebody needs to insert story that to me. My testimony is the missing piece to somebody's test. Don't be ashamed of what you've been through. Don't be ashamed of what you overcame. Don't be ashamed of what you're currently going through. That is life. C'est la vie, the French say. That is life. And God wants to use the lessons of your life to be the thing that helps somebody to win in their life. All right? So never be ashamed of that. Make sure you share your praise reports. Um, there's a few things I want to cover in prayer from yesterday's message. Um, if you want to get it, you can get it from our app. Now, as we already mentioned, get the podcast. You can look at it on Facebook. All of that. Um, listen. We talked about yesterday um, about how the week leading up to the Passover, um, where Jesus was cru crucified, 
Um, we talked about how that week leading up to that, it was hell for him. Um, and we talked about, we did a thing called Friday Night Live, which is what YouTube says it is, but it's not. It's Command Week Prayer. We'll get it fixed right after. Um, somebody says, Bishop, hearing others' testimony is the missing piece of the... Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, and so in that, um, that week was hell for him. And in this, um, the scripture makes it very clear uh, that, and we talked about this in the message, that he was our Passover lamb. He's perfect, he's spotless, he's blameless. And he takes on the sin of the world. Those that were committed, those that were currently in commit, uh, being committed, and those that would be committed in the future. He takes on the sin of the world so that he literally becomes an enemy to himself. He becomes like the 10th plague where the firstborn sons of the Egyptians had to die. Got it. Guys, if you haven't shared me, go ahead and share me. YouTube, Instagram, share me. Instagram, don't send it to me. I got it. Send it to somebody else. All right, let's reach people tonight with prayer. In that, in Jesus' worst moment, it became our greatest victory. Here's the first thing I want to cover in prayer for you. That what you look at is your worst moment. It would become, watch me, it would become the area of your greatest victory. Listen, the area of your worst moment, it would become the area of your greatest victory. Y'all ready? Let's cover that in prayer right now. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for your word. And we learned, Father, yesterday that what was your worst moment became an area of great victory for us. So we pray that the area that we have had our worst moments, our most hellacious moments, that Father, it would be they would become the greatest area of victory for us. We declare victory. Come on, y'all. Victory over what looked like the worst valley. We declare that what looked like the worst valley will become the thing that we celebrate the most. And the thing that we will say thank you for the most. Your word says this. The psalmist said, it was good. Come on here. It was good that I was afflicted, that I might learn your word. In other words, he said, without your affliction, my altitude couldn't have increased. Affliction increased our altitude. And Father, in Jesus' name, I pray over every area of affliction. And I decree and I declare by faith right now that those areas of affliction will become our areas of an altitude increase. What does that mean? It means victorious. I declare that whatever was uh, putting pressure on us, whatever was the area of our pressing, that that would be the area of our blessing. Whatever we felt like was taking us out and taking us down, Father, that it would literally be a setup so that we can go up. We thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Can I get you to type this word on the screen? Selah, Selah, S-E-L-A-H. It's a Hebrew word. Hebrew is the language of the Old Testament. It's the language of God. Hebrew, which simply means, God, you said it, I, I believe it, that settles it. That's what Selah means. God, you said it, I believe it, and that settles the matter, all right? Make sure that you do that. Again, if you're just coming in like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share this thing tonight. We're only going higher, y'all. Prayer's only going to get more intense. You ready? <clears throat> just for those of you who are concerned or wondering, I just need a sip of water, uh, but I didn't bring any water in with me because we were fooling with that other system trying to get that to take a look at it and all that. So I didn't get a chance to bring my water in. So I am good. Um, thank you for keeping me in prayer. All right. Because I know after prayer, y'all said, Bishop, you all right. And I appreciate those of you that do that. Keep doing it. I appreciate that. All right. Now, the scripture says uh, for that week, several things happen. Um, people doubt him. 
Um, people doubt him. It's one thing for people to be around you and never get you. Is anybody by, by a hand wave emoji, you ever had people around you that didn't get you? And you knew they didn't get you because of how they acted with you. Come on, Ellie. You knew they weren't with you because of, uh, 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 of how they acted. Sometimes people can be around you and they cannot be with you. Sometimes people can be around you, watch me, and not be for you. So Jesus is literally, and, and I didn't get a chance to go into it in depth in the message yesterday. In the book of John, John chapter 13, the Bible says um, that Jesus is spending time with his 12. And as he's spending time with his 12, because I pour so much into it, I appreciate that. Thank you. Because he spends time with his 12, he's literally pouring. And here's what's amazing. He is literally going through hell inside, but you never see it on the outside. Ah! Father, I pray that we would not look like what we are going through. Come on. In Jesus' name, I pray that you would give us the grace that you have to not look like what we're facing, to not look like what we're going through, to not look like what we're dealing with. Father, you kept pouring even though you were under tremendous pressure. You didn't look mad. You didn't look angry. You didn't look like nobody had just betrayed you. You had coolness. Come on, that was the message. You had coolness and courage while you were handling it. Why? Because the Bible teaches us by a way of principle that you had fortitude. You had fortitude. And fortitude, Father, we ask you for that grace. It is a firmness of mind, which means I will myself to do right, even if wrong is coming, which enables us to encounter danger with coolness and courage. I need you to type that on the screen. I'm cool and have courage. Come on. Or you can just put cool and courage. Or if you just want to type it real fast, C and C. We have both of them. Or both of them, as they say. To bear pain or adversity without murmuring. Father, forgive us for murmuring tonight in the name of Jesus. Hey, come on, y'all. Forgive us for complaining. Forgive us for making, oh God, I just heard it. Forgive us for making ourselves repeat what we should have already be. Forgive us uh, for being like those old game systems where you have to hit the reset button, but there was no memory card, so you lost your progress. Father, I declare in the name of Jesus that this year and this decade will not be a year nor decade where we would be losing progress because we lose our cool and because we lose our courage. Forgive us for murmuring. Forgive us for complaining. Uh, forgive us for allowing depression to take over. Forgive us for allowing despondency to take over. Father, give us fortitude. Let us go from frustration to fortitude. In Jesus' name, amen. So listen, this, I want to just walk you through this. So while he's pouring into his team, y'all, he's pouring into these guys. They, uh, John, I like John because John is petty and Jesus is petty too. Um, and, and I don't mean that in a negative way. Obviously, I'm talking about the Lord. Petty just means they pay attention to details and they call it out, but they call it out in such a unique way that you don't even know you just got called out. You got it? That's what petty is. Uh, they call that thing out and you don't even know that they're calling that thing out because they call it out in such a unique way. So Judas and them, they're sitting at the table. All 12 of them with Jesus are sitting at the table. And so they're like, hey, so who's the one that's going to be, that's going to betray you? John asked this. Now, if you read the book of John, John never liked Judas. John was the closest one to Jesus and he never liked Judas. Can I help those of you who are close to people in power? Sometimes what you need to do is pray for the way for the person in power you are close to 
is pray for them to see the motives of people around them. When you're going to people that have seats of power and you're going to them, but I feel this, I feel that. You got to understand a person that's in a seat of power has a thousands of decisions to make. And when you got thousands of decisions to make and you come in with, I feel this, I think this, I sense this, this, that, and the other, you, you got to come with facts, not feelings. Are y'all hearing me? If you're close to somebody that is in a seat of power or a seat of authority, what you have to do is pray for them to see the motives of people. Because if you keep coming to them every day, you come to them with, I don't know about so-and-so, I don't know about so-and-so, I don't know about so-and-so, I don't know about so-and-so. Do you know how many decisions they have to make? And you come in with feelings and not facts. Let me tell you how you will be perceived. It'll be perceived as here you go coming with some mess. Ooh, God, that's good, right? John was the closest to Jesus and he never liked Judas. What's amazing is that we never see where John actually prays anything about Judas. John, why didn't you pray that the Lord saw him for what he was? Not that it would have changed anything because Judas was necessary, but, you know, why didn't you pray, watch me, that Peter, Peter was a thug. Why didn't you pray that Peter and him got in the fight? And Peter would have chopped, Peter would have cut him. I mean, now we got Bible for that. Got it? Why didn't you pray? Why didn't you pray that? Are y'all hear what I'm saying? You got to do that. So in that, uh, in that, Jesus washes his disciples' feet. And in verse 21, I want to read this to you because I want to cover this in prayer. I told you yesterday that while he's pouring, he's going through hell. Um, he washes his disciples' feet, which means he doesn't let his internal suffering stop his external serving. I pray that you would not let your internal suffering stop your external serving. Got it? Let me just speak directly to harvest for just a moment. If you are a harvester, you say, Bishop, well, what can I do to serve right now? Well, your serve is in your, is in your share right now. It's digital. There's thousands and thousands and thousands of people for us to reach. Right now, we get the opportunity to be able to invite people and they will watch, they will connect in ways like never before. People that maybe would never step in a building will look at a stream. They'll look at it on demand. And don't worry if you don't see them on their live. You got to look at those overnight numbers. You got to look at that on demand, on those on demand things. Okay, Harvest for a moment. Our service and our share. So we got to be aggressive about that thing. But I pray, here's my prayer. Matter of fact, let's cover it right now. In Jesus' name, Father, we pray that we would not let our internal suffering stop our external serving. That we would not let, I just heard it, that we would let not, uh, not let our emotions to get the best of us so that we make the worst of decisions. Woo! I rebuke bad decisions right now in this year and in this decade. I rebuke bad decisions about your finances, about your faith, about your family, about your serving, about your giving, about your prayer. Father, we declare this is a year and a decade of godly decisions. Can I just get a few of you that believe, watch me, where you are tired of making bad decisions and you believe this year and this decade you're going to make some good ones? Can I just get you to type it on the screen? Say godly decisions all year. Godly decisions all decade. You got to speak that thing over your life. Godly decisions, godly decisions, godly decisions. You got to speak that thing. All right. You got to speak that thing. You got to declare that thing. You got to let that word go forth. All right. Um, so listen, um, so Instagram, I'm getting to notice because we were going to be using this other thing that my battery is low. All right. So in a moment, 
I'm going to have you type your prayers on the screen. And listen, uh, I think I've only had to do this once before, but uh, 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 it looks like it's using more battery than ever. Apple is using more battery than normal. But in that, um, and when we're doing this, I'm going to give you a moment. You're going to see me get up for just a moment just so that we can make sure we don't lose any connections tonight. All right. Jesus, he keeps serving even though he's suffering. As a pastor, one of the things I've always tried to do to demonstrate for those that I leave is consistency. Your conquer is in your consistency. I'm going to say it again. Your conquer is in your consistency. When you are consistent, you conquer. Now, I'm going to hop up for just a second, but I need you not to get off the screen because I'm going to give you an assignment real fast. What is one area? I think that's why it is. Somebody says it keeps skipping because it, it gave me an announcement saying you got 10%. And I already know Apple 10% means like 40 seconds. So what, what are two areas that you want to see your consistency? It doesn't mean it's bad, but you want to see your consistency improve. Got it? Two areas. Somebody says I have a spare Android for you. That's okay. Uh -uh, social distancing. You can keep it. Amen. <laughs> Love you. Two areas you want to see your consistency increase. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Two areas, y'all. Two areas. Two areas. <laughs> Come on here. Two areas where you want to see your consistency increase. Two areas. Y'all laughing at me. Don't laugh at me. Two areas you want to see your consistency increase. <laughs> <laughs> gotta do what I gotta do. Come on, two areas where you want to see your consistency increase. Two areas you want to see your business and health, prayer and studying. That's good. Love and family, serving God, not being prideful, studying and speaking life, thoughts and emotions. Come on, come on, YouTube. Where y'all at? Let's see a couple. Let's see a couple. Let's see a couple. Someone says uh, maybe that's why you're blacking on and off. On, on, on Instagram, I think that's why, because it's sending up things. Fitness and eat, healthy eating habits. That's good. That's good. Financial relationships, job and love relationships, financial and self-love, business planning, personal progress, following a budget, staying on track with my career. This is good. Going after the harvest is a labor. That's good. You keep on tweeting. You keep on tweeting. I see them tweets. I, I said that. That's good. That's good. Finances and family. Ooh, pivot and persistence. Serving. This is good. Prayer and study. Why did I have you to type them? Because I'm about to pray for them. I'm about to pray for them. I'm anointed. And hear me. Not, no, I'm not perfect. I'm anointed to be consistent. Come on here. And I want to pray for you that you have that grace. Got it? Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for the two areas that have been typed on the screen by every individual. That Father, that you give them the grace to be consistent. They will conquer what they are consistent in. We will conquer what we are consistent in. So I speak now fortitude into them, and I speak now the favor of God into their life so that they would see consistency. Because when they are consistent, when we are consistent, that is where our conquering is. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Guys, you can keep typing those on the screen. I want to cover two more areas in prayer. And uh, church attendance, when we get back to the building. Wow, I, wow, listen to this. I definitely took being for the building for granted. I miss it so much. Wow, isn't that something? All right, but we thank God for technology so that we can keep coming, the work can keep coming to you. By the way, did y'all like that Zoom choir yesterday? Wasn't that cool? 
the the digital choir yesterday. I thought that was cool. I thought that was really cool. Uh, and so uh, so anyway, it was going to be on prayer, but again, that doggone system right before um, I need to make some changes. So nonetheless, um, we got into Matthew 26. And when we got into Matthew 26, um, there was a few scriptures I couldn't, um, I didn't have the time to get to uh, in yesterday's message that I want to cover in prayer uh, for us right now, right? Somebody said, dope, come on. Um, so I want to get, I want to get this to you. So Jesus pours into his guys. Um, and when he pours into his guys, he keeps his serve. He tells, he prophesies that Judas is about to betray him. He prophesies that Peter is going to deny him. Um, and, uh, then he goes to pray and we looked at his fortitude in Matthew 26, but there was a whole, um, there were scriptures from verses 43 down to 56. I didn't read. And I want, I want to cover that in prayer right now. Okay. That's going to take two minutes to covering that in prayer. Because if you're throwing down so many nuggets tonight, I can hardly keep up with note taking and responding. I understand. So you know what I do? I will watch and then I'll watch again to take notes. That's what I've learned to do. I've learned, this is a suggestion in case y'all want to follow. You can take notes a lot. You do it however you want to do it. My suggestion, I've learned that sometimes the first time I see it, I just need to receive it. And then I'll jump in on my notes the second time. But some people like to do notes right away um, and, and all of that. So uh, so here it is. Here we go. We're gonna get, I'm going to cover these things in prayer right fast, and then we're going to go. All right, so let's look at verse 46 um, through... Um, or 47 through 56. Um, so what's happened, Bishop, is that Jesus has prayed three times. He gets up and he says, my hour is at hand. He says, my time and my term, they have intersected. But watch me, when those two intersect, they intersect in a dilemma. My time and my turn have intersected. But when those two intersect, they intersect with a dilemma. So Jesus is like, it's my time and it's my turn. And so what comes up? A dilemma. For many of you, hear me, the dilemmas that you may be facing are not a negative thing. The dilemmas that you are facing are showing you it's your time and it's your turn. I'm going to say it again. Whatever dilemmas you may be facing are showing you that it's your time and it is your turn. All right. Facebook, y'all still with me? Y'all still with me, Facebook? All right. Watch me. So here we go. Matthew 26, verse 47. While he was still speaking, Judas came. Um, Judas came. Um, and, and Bishop, where did you get that from? In verse 45, he says, see, the hour is at hand, which means it's time. He says, uh, Judas came, one of the 12, and with him a great crowd with swords and clubs and the chief priests and the elders of the people. The purpose of the crowd was to intimidate him. I'm about to pray for you. I'm about to pray for you. Watch me. That you're not intimidated by the size of your dilemma. Whoa! The purpose of the crowd was to intimidate him, to, watch me, to force his fortitude down. I'm going to pray you're not intimidated by the size of your dilemma. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that we are not intimidated by the size of our dilemma. The same fortitude you have is the same fortitude that we have in Jesus' name. Guys, there's a few more things I want to cover in prayer, but before I do that, I want to drop the net. If you're on prayer tonight... You've never given your life to Jesus and become a Christian. 2,000 years ago, he died for you so you could have life 
and life more abundantly. Secondly, if you've given your life to the Lord, but you've not been faithful to him, tonight is your night. God's coming to get you on YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook, even though the YouTube says Friday night and it's supposed to say Monday. God's coming to get you tonight. You can recommit yourself to the Lord. And number three, number three, if you need to be sure, you're like, Mr. Foreman, I'm not sure. I don't know. I just know God is alive. I know he's not dead. I just don't know where things stand in our relationship. Our relationship is complicated right now. In Jesus name, I want you to simply respond. I'm going to count to three and I'm going to have you to do one of two things. One of two things. One, uh, you can do the hand wavy emoji or two or two. Uh, you can respond and say, it's me. You can say, hand wavy emoji or it's me. I'm going to count to three. And tonight I want you to come to the Lord. I've got Three more things I want to cover in prayer real quick from these first few verses. But right now, I want to drop that name. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure on the count of three, respond. One, two, three. Come on, respond right now. Hand with the emoji or say, it's me. Come on, hand with the emoji or say, it's me. Respond right now. Don't you be ashamed. Don't you have fear. Don't you have anxiety. Don't you have panic. God loves you. There's no judgment from me. There's no judgment from anybody else on this stream tonight. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. I need you to respond right now. Say, it's me or do the hand wavy emoji. It's me or do the hand wavy emoji. Come on. I'm waiting on you. I'm going to count 10. I'm going to wait on you. Nine. Come on. I'm going to wait on you. I sent you over there Instagram. Like, I don't know if I should send it. Send it. No judgment. Eight. Come on. Seven, I'm waiting on you. Six, come on, I'm waiting on you. Five, I'm waiting. Four, I'm waiting. Three, I almost lost my count. <laughs> Two, I see you over here. One, keep responding, but I want to lead you in this prayer. Keep responding. Either the hand wave emoji or say it's me. Keep responding, but I want to lead you in this prayer. Everybody say this. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Say, because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I'm reconnected to you. Great days are here for me. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, text the word decision. Text the word decision. Text the word decision. Oh my goodness. It just, Instagram just totally dropped. Text the word decision to 59769. Text the word decision to 59769. And when you text the word decision to 59769, it will give you uh, the ability uh, to get connected. And we're going to send you a message that's going to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. All right. Text the word decision to 59769 and it'll show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. All right. Instagram, it literally, it just went out on us. Instagram just cut out on us. All right. Um, just cut out. So, all right. Text the word decision to 59769. You got the prayer in this time. I did. I did get that prayer in this time. That's what I was shooting for. And then it just, once we got the prayer in, but um, somebody needed to get prayer. And that's why I saw the first decision come in. All right. So listen, guys, um, um, I, I want to, can I get a few of y'all to put that on the screen? Text decision to 59769. Welcome back, IG. It literally just shut down. It just said, your video is closing. It just shut down. That's all right. We're going to keep on moving. Um, text the word decision to 59769. If you just recommitted yourself to the Lord, if you uh, or if you gave yourself to the Lord for the first time, or lastly. I, so, wow. Somebody says, when you said amen, it ended. Isn't that deep? 
Isn't that deep? That's deep to me. Um, you said, what do you mean, isn't that deep? Um, obedience is the key. Um, and I saw a first decision tonight over on Instagram. You don't know what people are facing and where they're at in life. And, uh, and sometimes you got to just get that thing in here. So praise God. That's amazing. All right. A couple more things I want to cover in prayer. Guys, if you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share. Welcome back. IG, I just cut you off. Um, I apologize. Um, Zuckerberg. All right. Love him. Need him to make Instagram do right. Jesus kept his cool. The crowd, the size of what his dilemma didn't intimidate him. Let me go to the verse 48. Now, the betrayer had given them a sign to the one I kiss is the man sees him. And he came to Jesus at once saying, greetings, Rabbi. And he kissed him. Now, here's what's amazing. Y'all ready? Can I give you some revelation tonight on prayer? Can I, can I get, if, if you want a little revelation, we're almost done. Can I give you a little revelation tonight on prayer? If you want a little revelation tonight on prayer, I want for you to just uh, uh, just say yes or, or do the hands up emoji. One of the two from Facebook. It started freezing up. Wow. All right, all right, all right, 42, follows instructions. You better have him notes. Come on here. I love it. Okay, y'all want, want a little revelation? Notice how Judas greets Jesus. Y'all ready? Some of you all, you can't identify your Judases because you don't pay attention to the differences. Yeah. It's very difficult to identify a Judas when you're not paying attention to the difference. Notice how he greets him, verse 49. And he came up to Jesus at once and said, watch his words. Greetings, Rabbi. And he kissed him. Guys, if you've been around Harvest longer than, longer than, uh, than two weeks, you know there's a word we say, and it's the way Hebrews greet one another. What do they say to one another? Do they say greetings? No. Y'all missed it. Do they say greetings to one another? No. How do they greet one another? Shalom. So when Judas walked up on Jesus talking about greetings, it was revealing that, watch me, you've already departed from me. Come on here. And sometimes you're like, oh my God, I got so, I don't know how, I didn't see so, I don't know how so-and-so treated me like that. I don't know how so-and-so betrayed me. I don't know how so did that. It's because you didn't pay attention to the differences. You didn't see how they started being different. I'm not talking to you, uh, uh, thing. You didn't pay attention to their differences. So here's what I want to cover in prayer. That you pay attention to the difference of the people that are around you. So that you don't get side, uh, a side, uh, side swiped and, and blinded because you weren't paying attention to the differences. Father, in Jesus' name, open our eyes. Open our perception so that we can see the differences of those that are around us. So we can see the differences in how they speak, the differences in how they serve, the differences in how they act, because when things change up, something has changed in them. We cover that right now in Jesus' name. Guys, let me give you, uh, it's 8.05. Let me just give you two more things we're going to cover in prayer. Can I give you two more? Just two more that we're going to cover in prayer. I didn't get to go through these verses in yesterday's message. Uh, YouTube, by the way, your comments, it's no longer, they're no longer scrolling for me. That occasionally happens. So I just want you to know that. So if you don't see me responding to you, I will, I will see them afterwards, but it's not scrolling yet. All right. It goes on. Uh, and he kissed him. Why did he kiss Jesus? He kisses Jesus. Now, the Bible refers to a holy kiss. So that was a normal way for men to greet one another. All right. So check this out. 
But when he kisses him, the purpose of a kiss is designed to invoke emotion. So what was the enemy trying to do? He was trying to get Jesus to lose his fortitude and get focused on emotions. This man has been with Jesus and this man has had Jesus's money, his ministry money. He was Jesus' treasurer. The Bible says he carried the money box. He was Jesus' treasurer or CFO in modern terms. And so this man has been with Jesus for three and a half years. You can't tell me that, watch me, if this man comes up, hugs you and kisses you, that there's not going to be some level of emotional connection. I pray that your emotions would not get in the way of your evolution. Let's cover that in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, don't let our emotions get in the way of our evolution. Don't let our emotional behaviors get in the way of our evolution. Father, here it is. I just heard it. Don't let our attachment to who was around us make uh, cause us to be blind to what they're doing to us. Hey, bye. Woo. Don't let our attachment to who was around us blind us to what they are doing to us. In Jesus' name. Wow, that one's loaded. That one is loaded. That one is loaded. Oh, my God. Okay, what did I say? Two more. Let me give you one more. One more. I could go longer, but we're going to stop. Look at verse 50. Here's fortitude. You ready? Here's fortitude. Here's fortitude. In verse 50, Jesus says to him, friend, ha, petty. That's so petty. What, what do you mean that's petty? Because he knows Judas is his enemy. But what does he call him? Friend. What is Jesus doing? A couple of things. One, one, what is he saying? He's saying, listen, Peter, you tried to use my emotions against me. He says, listen, two can do that. Hey, friend, what's going on? Friend, got it? Friend, do what you came to do. Then they came up and laid hands on Jesus and they seized him. Now, what is significant about that? Remember what fortitude is. It's the firmness of mind, which means I will myself to do it, even if to do right, even if wrong is coming, which enables one to encounter danger with coolness and courage. Jesus, are y'all ready? Jesus was so cool in the middle of his betrayal. Can I be honest? Sometimes we get too worked up so that we miss the blessing of the pressing. Did you hear that? Sometimes we get so worked up that we miss the blessing of the present. And by the way, he calls Judas friend. He calls Peter the devil. What does that mean? Which means sometimes what the enemy will do is he will dress himself in somebody that seems like they're trying to relieve burdens from you. Whoa, that's good. Peter was like, when Jesus was like, I'm going to have to die. This is what the son of man is going to have to deal with. Peter was like, no, you're not. Don't stay like that. Don't say it. Don't say nothing like that. You're not going to die. I'm not going to let it happen. I'm not going to do that. And Jesus calls him the devil. Judas, who sends him to the cross, which is significant. Why? Because Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. Did you hear me? So Jesus said, listen, I have to go to this cross. I have to be lifted up because when they put Jesus on the cross, it wasn't just about the cross being lifted up. That hill was called Calvary or Golgotha, which means the place of Adam's skull. That hill was so that the whole city could see him. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Huh? So here's the last prayer. I pray that you would be cool and you'd have courage 
in the midst of challenges. Y'all ready? Let's go. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray that we would be cool in the midst of challenges, that we would have courage in the midst of challenges. I pray right now, Father, that we would not uh, uh, miss the model that you gave us in yourself. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Guys, I pray you were blessed tonight by prayer. I was blessed. How do we pray? I give you revelation, then we cover it. I give you revelation, we cover it. I give you a word, we cover it. I give you a word, we cover it. Prayer is a dialogue. It's not a monologue. Most people, here's how they pray. Father, in Jesus' name, blah, 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 blah. In Jesus' name, amen. God is like, that's great, but there was no dialogue. Prayer is a dialogue, so that's why we do it that way. Last thing I want to do today, if you want to sow into prayer, you can sow into prayer. You can do that a few ways. Uh, one, if you want to use PayPal, can I get you all to type these on the screen when we do that? Uh, if you want to use PayPal, you can do it on PayPal. You can use hello at harvestchurch.church um, and you can use PayPal if you want to give. Second way that you're able to give tonight is that you are able to use text to give. And um, uh, I have my videos ready and everything, but this other system, we had an issue with it. So that's all right. Next week, next week, be ready for a whole new look for prayer. All right. Maybe we'll do a big prayer reveal party or something. Um, if you want to use the website, you can go to harvestchurch.church forward slash give. You can give that way. Uh, if you want to use Cash App to give, and guys, you can you can snap it when you get to it. When you see the way you want to give, you can snap it so that way you're able to give it. You can use Cash App. Uh, Venmo is not currently available, um, but you can use Zelle. Uh, and that's also hello at harvestchurch.church too. Uh, Venmo is not currently available. If we start getting a lot more Venmo requests, we'll do it. If we get three requests for Venmo, We'll do it. And you can send the request to hello at harvestchurch.church. I do know that we, a Canadian family, you can give now through our site. You should be able to give with no issues through our website using your Canadian credit cards and what have you. Um, you can also use, what else you got? Text to give. If You, you can text the amount you want to give. Uh, let's say you want to give $500. You do, The message will be 500. The phone number will be 84321. And then when you do it, it'll send you a link. And then you'll type in Harvest Church. And when you see that V, that's how you know that's where you're supposed to be. All right. So did I cover all the methods to give? Yes, that's what you're able to do. Love you guys. Praying for you. Church on Wednesday. Oh, my God. This word is, uh, guys, I'm always excited about the word. Don't I'm not faking it. I literally am always excited about the word. But uh, what's super exciting about the word uh, for Wednesday is that we're going to be um, in the midst of another feast. And uh, so it's going to be awesome. I love you. Praying for you. Um, you'll, today, we did have you type your specific prayer request on social media. I'm going to give you a chance to do that later on this week because I want to cover you in prayer. All right? Mail it. Thank you. You can mail it too. If you want to mail it, you can mail it. Um, P.O. Box 441004, Aurora, Colorado, 844. Somebody says amen for Zale. <laughs> Um, um, you can mail it. P.O. Box 44 Aurora, Colorado, 844. Bless you. Love you. Have an amazing night tonight. Um, guys, this is one that if you haven't shared it, please share it. Um, why are we having you to share it? Because this is our chance to reach more people. And if it blesses you, let's be a blessing. And you know, your pastors, and for those of you who are your pastor, you know, uh, Bishop Foreman is going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it Bible. And the people are going to be blessed. All right. So you know that, and if I'm not your pastor, but you're just part of our, you're part of our family, you're still family. So, you know, you, you can't help it. You're still family um, that uh, we're just glad you're connected. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Wednesday night's going to be good. She says, I look forward to Wednesday night. Uh, 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 
I look forward to Wednesday night and any pop-ups that may happen. Yes, I got you. I tagged your lives. Share this fire word. Come on here. I love it. Um, love you guys. Have an amazing night. Shalom. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.